Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this season, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every single goddamn page in a trio of adventure modules for TSR's Marvel Super Heroes RPG, starting with Adventure MT1, All This and World War II. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. All This and World War II was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page two of All This and World War II. The big heading at the top of the page tells us that this is the introduction to this book, and that's about all I can tell you about the content of today's page. I'm going to try to keep a lot of this under wraps. I don't want to spoil too much that's coming. I want to talk about things when they happen in the story. And this page is a high-level summary of basically everything that happens. Just bing, 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 here are all the things that happened to provide the impetus of this adventure. Let me skim through here and see if there's anything else I can tell you. Stuff that either isn't about the story or comes so early that I don't mind spoiling it. Uh, we got some dramatic filler here about World War II. In 1943, the world was at war. A spoiler-free observation about 1943. Neither the sands of Africa nor the steppes of Russia are safe from the Nazi scourge. On the other side of the world, the waters of the Pacific run red with blood. While the valiant allies struggle against seemingly overwhelming odds, the dictators of Berlin, Rome, and Tokyo gleefully divide the world amongst themselves for conquest. The interesting thing about this war, you see, is that it was fought around the world in various geographical locations, including many that are not featured in this adventure, which I shall now list. Once the author is through recapping World War II, then we start to get into some stuff about how you're meant to use this adventure. It's for three to six players. It's in a series of modules entitled the Time Travel Campaign Series. We're going to be talking about all of them this season on MDC. The introduction goes on to distinguish this series of modules from others that TSR put out. Quote, MT1 is not designed for a specific group of Marvel heroes. Instead, guidelines are presented for setting up your own hero group using characters you design, though a list of suggested characters is presented for players who haven't the time or inclination to design their own heroes. A lot of these adventures were for, like, the Fantastic Four or the X-Men or the Avengers. This one, as we're going to see, by default, you play the West Coast Avengers, which seems very appropriate to the West Coast Avengers. I mean, I like them individually and as a team, but you have to admit, if you called the Avengers with like a low-stakes supervillain problem, and they asked you who they should send, and you just said, whoever, the kind of people who would show up to a call like that are pretty much the roster of the West Coast Avengers. So I think default superheroes is not a bad niche for the West Coast Avengers to fill. But the assumption is that you'll be playing original characters, or just whoever. Uh, there's a list of things included with the book, including a map sheet, which I do not have. Please feel free to send me a picture or a scan of this map sheet if you happen to have it. I'll cover it, but I'm planning not to cover it. I don't want another Secrets of Shadaloo minifold figure debacle on my hands. Uh, on the list of features, it says, quote, a cardstock cover featuring a summary of the adventure's heroes and villains. I'm not sure what the word cardstock is doing there. I mean, we know, or rather we would have. This book came out in 1989. There were no PDFs. If you were reading these words, you were literally holding a cardstock cover in your hands. Is this like one of those lists of parts that you get in little uh, kits sometimes, or like unassembled furniture? Just a little failsafe for customers who might have bought a bootleg book. They'll read this part and be like, wait, this book is supposed to have a cover? I've been had. Uh, a new word is coined here. I can share that with you. It's talking about how it's a good idea to read through the whole adventure first before you start running it if you're going to be the judge, which is this game's term for the game master. And in addition, it says, quote, if you're new to judgery, it also might not be a bad idea to take a look at the rule box from the boxed set one last time before beginning play. Judgery is a new one on me. It's a neologism as far as I know, but a good one. Good distinction there. You could have a legal trial 
where as a result of the law or controlling precedent, the court reaches a decision that is not just in the broader sense, or you could have a case where the judge makes grievous errors, perhaps including in the disposition of the case, but that disposition is not necessarily contrary to justice in the broader sense. The former is a travesty of justice, the latter is a travesty of judgery. It's very exciting to me and no one else. This is why I majored in English at university and also why I didn't make any friends there. Anyway, pretty much the rest of this page is stuff about the plot that I can't tell you. There's an illustration here of a character I don't recognize. We're going to see more characters I don't recognize later. The mystery begins here. I have no idea who the fuck these people are. Most of the characters drawn in this book are canonical Marvel characters. This guy may be. I mean, they got a deep bench. He's ripping up a swastika flag, so I guess he's probably a decent guy. But of course, I couldn't swear to it. Maybe he's in the beginning stages of making a Nazi ragdoll for his Nazi child. How do I know? Fortunately for a page with so little content I can talk to you about, there is one dumb but good thing on this page. We talked previously about this author's fondness for wordplay. You might say over-fondness for wordplay. I don't know whether this is this author's doing or not, but there's a pun on this page that somebody thought better of at a later stage, so it only kind of appears here before somebody noticed it and probably rightly killed it. As I mentioned, this is the first module in a series called the Time Travel Campaign Series, the third and final module of which features the supervillain Kang the Conqueror. This module, of course, has the pun title of All This and World War II, and it leads into the rest of the Time Travel Campaign Series, quote, which also features MT2, the Weird Weird West, and MT3, the man who would be Kang. You you can't publish that. I mean, it's it's a good joke. It's a good pun. But that's like game store humor. And if there's one place game store humor does not belong, it is on the shelf in a game store. Makes you look like a fucking amateur. So TSR, who were, of course, the big original RPG company, they don't need to be publishing a book called The Man Who Would Be Kang. It diminishes them. It diminishes Kang. But it is a funny name. It's dumb. I'm glad to have met it. In its brief time on Earth. When I get around to talking about MT3, its published title will not be The Man Who Would Be Kang. But that's how I'll always think of it. Anyway, I think I've been very responsible with keeping you well away from spoilers to this point, despite the comic book style predictability of this plot. Join me tomorrow when I guiltlessly spoil for you an insultingly obvious reveal that everyone saw coming, except, as it turns out, the United States intelligence apparatus on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact the show however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Podbean, Gmail, Instagram, etc., etc. This episode's theme music is Robinson's Grand Entry March, performed by the United States Air Force Concert Band. Thanks for listening. 